Hey everybody, welcome back. It is uh, Tuesday afternoon here. The grain market's just closed. And of course, we had this big USDA report here today, which resulted in some uh, sharp gains in the markets. We had nearby corn futures limit up, which is 25 cents, uh, sharp gains even in new crop corn. We had uh, very sharp gains in the soybean market, up uh, more than 40 cents in the old crop contracts. So really some phenomenal stuff here. Um, I talked about uh, this USDA report in a recent video, and I, and I said that this report scares me. Uh, and, and it scared me not necessarily uh, because I thought it was going to be bullish or bearish, but just in general, because I thought that there was the potential for some big time price volatility. Um, I, I mentioned how over the course of the last several years, uh, USDA has made some after the fact adjustments to uh, you know grain stocks and production and that sort of thing. And I was kind of worried that that could happen again. And as it turns out, I, I suppose my fears were warranted uh, to some extent because we saw exactly that. Uh, USDA made some very uh, significant adjustments in, in the case of corn in particular. USDA cut the um, the corn yield for last year here for the United States by 3.8 bushels per acre here in January. You know, usually you don't see any big adjustments after, say, October, November. This year, we're still seeing uh, sweeping adjustments here in January, long after the fact. USDA even went back and made some adjustments to the uh, the 1920 uh, corn balance sheet, which uh, again is is kind of surprising. And uh, I, I guess that to some extent, this really reduces my confidence in USDA and uh, and and the information that they provide. But what I wanted to do here, rather than go through all of the numbers, um, there's going to be plenty of people that go through the numbers with you and tell you exactly what USDA said. I have three kind of take-home items here that uh, you should consider if you're a farmer or if you're a grain marketer um, as they relate to this report. The first one that I wrote down is this. Every corn, soybean, or wheat sale that you have made now in the last like five or six years is considered to be a bad sale based on the prices. I mean, all of these markets are trading five or six year highs. So I, I think my take home in regard to that is that you can't beat yourself up too bad about bad sales, not just this year, but uh, over the last several years, because keep in mind the, the best strategy now over the last five or six years would of course been to, uh, not really sell much of anything. The the hold and hope grain marketer uh, is is having his day in the sun here, certainly. So I, I don't think that that even when it comes to 2020 sales or, or even 2021 sales for that matter, I don't think you can beat yourself up too bad about that. You know, keep in mind at the end of the day that you've got to look out for your operation. You've got to look out for risk. You've got to manage risk. You've got to do your marketing in the best way that you know how that suits your own operation. So I, I think that that would be my first take home here is that just keep in mind just about every flat price marketing decision over the last five or six years now looks bad. And um, I don't think you can beat yourself up too bad for that. Um, my second take home point here, and I've discussed this at before in the past, uh, don't make your marketing decisions based on USDA. What they have said, what you think that they might say, um, it, it just, I think, is an exercise in futility. I, I don't know anybody who can guess what USDA is going to say. Um, I don't know anybody who, I know very few people that even if you were to give these people um, the numbers in advance, 
may trade these reports wrong or ineffectively. I mean, today would have been pretty obvious, I think, but there are are probably more versions of these reports that you know you could give me the numbers in advance, and I may not even trade the market accurately based on that. So I, I really don't think you can do a whole lot with your grain marketing based on what USDA has told us, especially has told us or will tell us especially over the case over the last 3 or 4 years it just seems like the data has become less reliable the the third take home i wrote get back to work um can't fix the bad sales i talked about that let's start looking forward here um if you still have old crop bushels again go back if you didn't look at your balance sheets after that video I did on uh, Thursday or Friday last week, look at the balance sheets again and see what your remaining old crop situation looks like on paper. It probably looks pretty good. Um, see what your new crop situation looks like on paper. Um, this is a conversation for a different day, but with these sort of prices, we are going to see a big increase in in uh, corn acreage in particular, but also soybean acreage next year. Keep in mind that we had 20 million acres of prevent plant in 2019. We had about 10 million last year. If we go back to normal, we could pull six, seven, eight million acres back into corn and soybeans combined uh, this spring. And I know there's a lot to that. I know that we've got some dry weather and we've got some issues. But look at new crop, look at old crop, look at your balance sheets. Um, uh, don't let this report throw you off your game too much. You've got to really kind of keep your eye on the prize here in regard to marketing, which I know is very difficult to do um, if you've uh, made mistakes throughout this. And, and of course, as I mentioned, every sale the last five or six years now looks like a mistake. So you you can't focus too much on that. We've we've turned this thing into a different market. This is a different world here that we're that we're living in, and and it's all changed just in the last six or seven months uh, for a number of reasons. I hope this was useful to you. I probably will uh, run through some of these numbers in in just slightly more detail uh, in tomorrow morning's update. And I try not to get too much into the uh, the minutia of these reports. I, I try to give you the lay of the land, a more bigger picture. And remember also uh, tomorrow night, totally unrelated to USDA. I'm going to be doing another edition of the Grain Marketing 101 series. This is going to be called uh, Put Option Basics. I'm going to be running through um, put options as a grain marketing tool in their most basic form. And this is going to be uh, a conversation or a discussion that's really geared toward either the beginning, uh, the beginner, the novice, maybe somebody who hasn't traded put options before as a marketing tool, or uh, maybe somebody who would like to get started. So certainly keep that in mind. And remember, if you need some help with your grain marketing, if you'd like to know what I'm doing uh, every day of the week, check out that subscription service. Go to standardgrain.com, click on grain marketing plan in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, for 49 bucks a month, I'll send you out my morning newsletter. It goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. I'll send you out my text message service. I will let you know exactly what I'm doing every day of the week. Uh, certainly check that out. Everybody have a great day. I will talk to you in the morning.